All right, so I'm in the studio with Penny Praline. And uh, Penny, first of all, thanks for a couple of minutes of your time. I know that you're super busy. You, it's, a, it's nighttime, so this is probably your normal time when you're out and about doing stuff. But uh, Penny, for the people who have no idea who you are, can you uh, give a little summary? Yeah, um, thank you for having me. These are definitely showgirl hours. So <laughs> yes, for sure. Working time. Um, I am Penny Praline. I am Trenton's first bad chick of burlesque, baby doll, punk rocker, performance artist, sideshow artist, all around needy attention type who totally is super excited to bust open the world of Trenton burlesque. Awesome. So uh, let's start with talking about City Garden Punk Cabaret. Can you describe what that is and how it came about? Sure. So City Garden Punk Cabaret is a troupe that my husband and I came up with together. Um, he is a sideshow artist and a magician, and I had been doing the burlesque, burlesque thing for a little bit. So we decided Trenton needed something where we could combine forces. We were so used to traveling to Philly, Newark, New York, New Brunswick, everywhere outside of you know where we call home that we felt like with Trent already being such an up-and-coming scene for art, it needed that performance art aspect as well. Mm -hmm. Stick with that uh, that last statement, talking about the art scene here in Trenton. I mean, we've got a lot of mutual friends who are doing things like making movies, making amazing art, performing art, etc. Just talk a little bit about the scene here in Trenton. Yeah, the scene in Trenton is amazing. And, um, you know, going forward, when we talk about my con the contest that I'm in right now, um, my whole kind of platform is how much I love my city and how hard I want to rep my city. The amount of people that I've met, creative types, musicians, like you said, filmmakers, photographers, everything from welders and bike polar, polo players to open micers, it's, it's this just amazing tight-knit community of people who want to create art and make their city better through it, and I love that so much. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons City Garden happened too, because I wanna I wanna share with what all these magical people are making. I wanna be part of that magic. So this was my way of kind of getting into that scene and getting my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And you had mentioned um, about your husband. Um, why don't you give him a plug uh, for some of the things that he's doing in town as well? Yeah, the marvelous Mr. Mello, magician, sideshow freak, extraordinaire. Um, right now he's in the middle of producing a couple shows. We have a gig coming up. Um, a, more of a top secret uh, adult type thing that we can't talk about on air. Um, but we have a gig coming up next week with some really great performers in Philadelphia. Um, of course, you can always check us out at the Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market. We'll be back there in April um, for their two-day event. What else? I don't know. Look them up, Marvelous Mellow, on Facebook, on trying to think where he plugs himself he's all over the place uh, if you need a clown or a magician or a freak for any of your local events message him awesome. also he's got the burlesque babe hookup so <laughs> and that would be you so that, and, I, yeah. think that, I think that ties perfectly into what you're about to uh, embark on um, talk about this whole burlesque event that you're participating in in Philly. So I am partic I was selected to participate in the fourth cycle of Philadelphia's Burlesque Battle Royale, um, which they kind of tag as a, a grad school course and competition in burlesque. <laughs> so um, there's going to be 14, 14 individuals all competing over an eight-week cycle. Um, 
in categories like nerdlesque and narrative and classic burlesque. And, um, we're going to do you know, group events, uh, and it's being run by the Philadelphia Burlesque Society, who is made up the, of these amazing performers from Philadelphia, um, Honey Tree Evil Eye, Kate Nix, oh gosh, uh, Flirt, whose last name I can't think of right now, but who's going to be hosting it, I'll have to pull up the information for you guys, um, who are just these amazing, knowledgeable, seasoned performers who use this opportunity to kind of give back to up-and-coming performers so the competition's so cool it's people who've never stepped foot on a burlesque stage all the way up to you know girls and you know folks who have been performing for three four years and up um and it's kind of giving everybody the shot to you know show the philly scene their stuff and for me showing the philly scene my stuff is more like this is my stuff but this stuff comes from trenton so come to trenton too and see what else we have um, yeah, winning is super cool and everybody wants to win, but more importantly is like me getting people from Philly out this way, mm. people from New York out this way. Um, we have so much, we have, you know, we have artworks and Mill Hill Basement and Champs and all these amazing venues that do such cool things. I, I want more people to see that. Mm -hmm. So talk about the, the rapidly growing burlesque scene that's happening not only in this the east coast but it's national and international um, where there's so many more burlesque performers who are, are getting huge contracts who have lots of uh, social capital and social social media followings etc how is this um marketplace or why do you think this marketplace has developed um i mean after my eight weeks in burlesque grad school, I'll be able to tell you more because part of it is they're, you know, they're giving us the history and we're taking like classes, bringing notes and pencils and meeting during the week and, you know, going over the history of burlesque. But really, I think for me especially, what's been so unique for burlesque and why it's so comfortable to get into is because everybody's so nice to one another. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those art forms, and and I don't know, maybe it is in other areas, but in Philly especially, it's not a cutthroat community. It's, uh, oh, you forgot your shoes here, wear mine. It's, oh, you don't have pasties here, borrow these. Um, you need me to lace your corset, I got you. Like, everybody's so willing to help you and teach you. And if you're new, you're welcomed with open arms. You got to pay your dues. You got to work your way up through this big, amazing community of amazing people. But just, I don't know, it's, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before, especially, especially, unfortunately, with groups of women. You know, all of us have that horrible high school girl experience of how hard it is to get along with with other teenage girls. And you kind of grow up with that same mentality. And for me to fall into this of this very you know, diverse group of, of women and men who just welcome you with open arms no matter what has been like totally transformative for me. Mm, that's awesome that you speak about that uh, because I, I've always noticed the diversity in the burlesque scene here in uh, Philadelphia and New York and in North Jersey. I mean, literally, it runs the gamut, all yes. different ethnic backgrounds, um, different looks of the of the performers, etc. Can you just talk about how um, uh, inclusive the whole burlesque community is? Um, yeah, bur it's, it's if you're into it, there is a performer who fits your niche. Um, because like I said, everybody is welcome with open arms and 
one of the really neat things about burlesque and kind of the history of burlesque is more than anything, it's a political statement. Burlesque began, you know, when women weren't even allowed to be on stage that much, let alone like, oh, look at my thigh. And with burlesque, you know, go-go dancers and strippers, which are totally valid professions and career paths and wonderful performers, it's different. You're selling something. With burlesque, you're commanding that the audience look at you. It's your choice. You're stepping on that stage. You're making that decision. You're showing them what you want to, them to see when you want them to see it. With, you know, the point of a wrist and the flick of a toe, they're looking exactly where you want them to look. And, and you can look any way to do that. Because in that moment, you're commanding the attention. You're, you're in charge of the whole scenario. Um, and I, I don't, for me, and I think so many other performers, that one, that connection to politics, one that, you know, that social justice side of it, I think is so interesting. Um, yeah, we're shaking our tassels, and, but it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the one performer who is helping to run the program, Honey Tree Evil Eye, um, by day she's a doctor of sexuality and a college professor and writes articles. And so just to see this gorgeous human being who also can just spew all these facts and information and social knowledge about what burlesque can do for society, it, it amps you up. I'm, I'm so fortunate to be a part of this, you know, this contest because just to be around these people is amazing. Mm-hmm. Earlier you mentioned about, um, you know, strippers and go-go dancers and burlesque, and you did it in a context where there are three different, those three are three different entities. What is different about burlesque um, for the for the neophyte, for the average person who thinks, okay, well, women are on stage and they're using their sexuality and they're taking off their clothes and they may have a misconception about what burlesque is. What would you like to share with them? All right, well, I'll preface what that what the difference is with this. I am of the burlesque genre of the society of, you know, the kind of category burlesque where I think burlesque is sex work. Just like stripping is sex work, just like go-go dancing is sex work, just like being a pro-dom is sex work. Um, and even though they're different categories, I'm not going to limit one's sex work, you know, status above another one. Um, because the minute I start, well, I, you know, I only go down, well, I go down to pasties. I'm not on a stage. I'm not this. Okay, but if they're coming for the strippers, it's not going to be long before they come for me. So I'd rather speak out for all sex workers of every varying degree. Um, and, yeah, no, I, if people, you know, certain burlesque performers get offended that, oh, you're a sex worker, I'm not one of those. Mm-hmm. Um I also don't think it's, you know, just an edgy title. I have purple hair and piercings and tattoos, but being involved in a sex work industry is important to me because, again, I think it ties directly in with social justice. That being said, it goes back to the narrative. Burlesque is used to tell a story. It's not just, you know, stripping, is being a stripper, being a dancer, being a showgirl is more... You know, you're, you're put on stage to sell something. And if you sell that, then I also have this that you could possibly buy. And um, it's more of a, a financial basis back and forth. Go-go dancing, 
you keep your clothes on, but it's the same thing. It's you're just, you're the background. You're there to be entertainment, and that's cool. If that's what you do, awesome. Burlesque is, again, let me tell you a story, and you're going to watch me, and you're going to watch the story I tell the way I want to tell it. And it doesn't matter if you like my story or not, because you paid $10 at the door regardless. <laughs> you, were, you were excited enough to come see me that you're here now, and I'm going to use this platform to tell you the story I want to tell you. Okay. So what would a an average burlesque performance look like for the person, again, who has no idea um, if they just stumbled across an event and said, hey, I'm going to check out this burlesque. I wish show. there was such thing. There's no such for, there's no such thing as an average burlesque performance. I would say, you know, if you're looking for, if you're looking to go to a burlesque performance, kind of start off with what you want to see. If you're really into comic books, there's entire troops and it, that dedicate themselves to what they call nerdlesque, and it's all burlesque stories told through comic book characters, TV, film, things like that. Um, there are troops that focus on that more that classical burlesque, that that Dita Von Teese, you know, very classical pinup style burlesque. Um, there's, you know. There's something going on in Philadelphia every night. Mm -hmm. um, I would encourage anybody who's looking for a show to go to burlesqueadelphia.com. So it's the word burlesque and then adelphia.com. It has every event going on in Philly for the month. Um, and, I mean, there's usually things going on three, four, five days a week. So whatever you're looking for, that's what you're going to find. If you want to, there's an event called... Um, sex, 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 and it's all heavy metal. It's um, there's an event called Agitated, which is all political based. There's um, Dottie Wright's performer and producer. She puts on a show every month. That each each month they do a different genre of music. So one month it's surf rock, the next month it might be like eighties pop. Um, Expect to see, you know, every different type of person represented most of the time. Um, and not just, you know, race and size, but, but gender. Um, boylesque and bearlesque are popular genres also. So if you want to watch big gay dudes dance around and do stuff for you, that's a whole genre of burlesque. Um, and again... Burlescadelphia.com will point you in the direction of anywhere you need to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've made a, a point to bring up social justice issues, sexuality issues, um, the feminist movement to, to some extent. So I would uh, imagine that each individual burlesque performer has their own identity and their own reason for doing what they're doing. How would you describe why you're doing this is great. So I just got to meet everybody, um, most of the people I'm in the contest with last night uh, for a class, and this is one of the activities we did. We kind of went around, and and it, it was hard for me to kind of, like, pinpoint a why because there are so many reasons of, you know, what burlesque is to me and why I got in burlesque. Um, I went to a performing arts college, and I went from performing on some of, like, the biggest stages in the world, singing at Carnegie Hall, Kimmel Center with, you know, my college choir, to coming out of school, becoming a teacher, which is amazing, but never performing again. Um, and there were a couple of years where I just, I don't know, I felt, I felt kind of lost. I felt like there was a part of me missing. Um, 
and I was always kind of the weird kid, so, and I'm really comfortable with my body, so when the opportunity presented itself to do burlesque, I thought I'd give it a shot. Um, and now, the further and further I get into it, the more I'm realizing, you know, how important it is to me. Um, I'm a mom, and I hope if my almost 10-year-old daughter gets anything out of me being a burlesque performer, it's that you can be whoever you want to be, and people will love and support you. Um, and, you know, that's modeled through not only my parents, but, you know, her. She she sees me put on the glittery lipstick and the ridiculous shoes and costumes, and she knows what I'm going to do. Uh, and I hope, you know, from a young age, she always knows how powerful she can be. Uh, and that's that's burlesque for me, but it's it's owning my body. It's this is again, it's that this is my time on my stage and how fortunate for you that you get to watch me. Um, and it's it's power. It's, you know, raw feminist power. It's I, I wouldn't lie if I say I didn't love to be naked. It's one of my top, you know, five favorite things to do. So to get to share all of those things, you know, while taking my clothes off is amazing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So let's move forward and talk a bit more about um, the event that you're a part of in Philly. And I know you've got some promotional things yes. that are going on with that as well. So why don't you share that contact information and then I'd like for you to plug what you're doing in a way that would be in as inclusive as burlesque is. Because, I, and the reason why I say that is, you know, when I mention burlesque, and uh, drag shows and the different uh, demographics within performing arts, even within the artist circles, there's usually people who say, whoa, well, you know, I'm not really interested or, you know, they kind of give you that look. Whereas I'm all about saying, hey, look, if you're going to be a performing artist, let's not as artists limit other artists from doing what they're doing. So if you were going to take this opportunity to share about what you're doing and you wanted it to be a blanket across a large group of people. That's how I'd like for you to share this. Oh, man, so many, so many things. <laughs> um, so let's, let's start with a little bit of my self-promotion. Um, I am doing a fundraiser. Oh. Okay, so we're back. And uh, Penny, can you do or at least say about your self-promotion and then I'll take that into talking about the event. Sure. All right. So I am running a fundraising camp. So we're back again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so Penny, uh, talk a bit about the promotion that you're doing right now. And then let's uh, transition and talk about um, the event in Philadelphia. Right on. All right. So I am running a fundraising campaign via GoFundMe. Um, I'll give the link in a little bit, but basically anybody who's an artist knows that making art is never cheap, um, especially performance art. So, you know, my, my whole thing, wanting to rep Trenton to the fullest and the hardest, um, I'm really hoping that, you know, my fellow Trentonians and, you know, anybody in the Mercer County area will, you know, come out and support me um, so that, you know. Philly knows why Trenton is the spot to come to. Mm -hmm. Wigs, eyelashes, fishnets, props, <laughs> you know, things need to be purchased so that the show can go on. Um, I'm collaborating with a lot of Trenton artists already. Uh, Will Kins is making me 
this amazing prop that I don't want to give too much away <laughs> with yet, but it's going to be amazing, and I get to use my saw on it. Um, I um, working with fellow makeup artists and other just other trend folk, but. Go to the GoFundMe, find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter, at Penny Praline for all the things. Um, and it's GoFundMe.com slash Penny Competes in a Competition. Um, but again, find me on Facebook and we'll go from there. I am, I'm running some specials. Anybody who uh, donates 25 or more can get some Instax photos from me of varying degrees of sexiness, um, 50 or more, I'll do, you know, a custom photo shoot for you. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention real quick that um, while I'm doing this competition, I'm also working with Trenton filmmaker Tony Goggles um, on his production of Teenage Bloodsucking Bimbos. So follow all the information for that as well on my Penny Praline page. Awesome. And if people wanted to reach out to you for a performance or talk to you directly about um, about the industry, about your availability, how can they do that? At Penny Praline for all the things. Um, my email, pennyprailineforfun at gmail.com. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It can go down in the DM. Drop me a line and we will work it out. I promise my prices are super reasonable. <laughs> Great. Now let's transition and finish up by talking about the actual event in Philadelphia because it seems like it's a culmination of a lot. Yeah. Not only a lot of performers and the burlesque scene in general, but there's also an educational component to it. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of outreach also, which helps to grow the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like what I mentioned earlier, the the varying degree of performers for this competition is so vast, and I think that's so neat that they're all kind of hitting the ground together, running. There's musicians who've never stepped foot on stage, performance artists, seasoned, you know, divas. So I'm really excited to see how that pans out. But um, it is Philadelphia's only burlesque competition. It's again, it's the fourth cycle, the fourth time they've done this. I can definitely say from seeing girls and you know guys in the scene who've competed in this contest in the past, it's made a big difference. They're everywhere now. They're you know getting booked, and they you know you can tell they tell that they grew as a performer. Um, in regards to you know the the education aspect, um, I have burlesque 101 and no glove, no love on Thursday this week with performer Kate Nix who does. Burlesque, she writes her own music, she's a seamstress, she's amazing. Uh, and she's going to kind of go over just the hist everything from the history of burlesque all the way up into, you know, all the various ways you can do a glove peel. Um, so, you know, each each person in this contest is kind of, we're going into it with trying to take away something different. And what's so neat about it is there's so many opportunities to take so many different things away from it that... You know, no matter how far I get in this competition, it's it's going to be great for me. Mm -hmm. Now, if you if you had a moment to uh, make a statement to that person who's on the fence about uh, getting involved in the burlesque scene, either visiting uh, or becoming a performer, what would you like to say to them? Don't hesitate. I mean, that's goes back to the whole most accepting group of human beings you'll ever meet. It really, really is. Um, 
if you're nervous about being around that many scantily clad people, sit back a few rows. We're not going to come out and jump on you. If you're in the front row, we might come out and jump on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that yeah. that <laughs> might happen. But, you know, first couple times, hang back. There's shows for every economic standpoint. There are shows that are pay as you, you know, pay what you can. Most shows are, you know, under $10. And, you know, seeing a competition of newbies is no better way to kind of break in your burlesque cherry so definitely do it don't don't stop if you want to you want to be a performer do it reach out to somebody that you look up to find an artist that you think is really cool and i'm sure if you message them nine times out of ten they're going to point you in the right direction um me getting involved in this competition was that very thing it was meeting you know the performer honey tree evil eye who i just i was starstruck you know i totally enamored by her and she She's like, you should compete in this competition. And I, you know, like a big idiot, I'm like, you think I should compete in the competition? <laughs> you think I could do it? Um, and now I'm, you know, fortunate enough that I get to learn from her. So how neat is that? Um, so, yeah, don't don't be afraid. It's nothing's going to come out and hit you in the face. You know, everybody's super cool. No matter what kind of music you're into, there's there's going to be something for you. Fantastic. Penny Praline, uh, burlesque performer and part of the City Garden Punk Cabaret. All that information can be found throughout social media. Thank you for your time. Thank you.